Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we will have Ron Stabell and Pat McCabe in the studio to talk about the upcoming um, men's retreat. It is a region area retreat for every, any man in the diocese. It's been going on for several years. Um, sounds like a really good one. It 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 uh, features the very lovely Dr. Chris Bergwald, the lovely who's sitting across from me today, um, and uh, Father Scott Trainer, yep. and that is at the end of October, right? Twenty first, second, third, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So I uh, hope you'll stick around for that interview. Uh, first, we have some biblical bites with Doctor B, with the aforementioned lovely, lovely Doctor Chris Bergwald. Bergwald. I didn't call you Father or Bishop today. Well done. Yes, uh, one of these times it'll be Pope. Oh, <laughs> well, that would be. Uh, if you say your uh, His Holiness Chris Bergwald, then we're really gonna have to talk. Uh, so, Renee, it is the. It is the twenty sixth. You could have asked me, and I would have gotten it wrong. <laughs> really? Because I hadn't looked this time. Well. We were talking about it well, earlier today guys, at our team. So that's why. <laughs> Cheers. Elise knew. She um, told us. <laughs> good good job, Elise. She is your boss. I understand. Uh, Renee, we talk all the time about the, the, the connection between the readings and the, or in one case, they're not connected. So in case people haven't listened before, but I'll ask you, which of the, the four different first Psalm, second gospel First reading, Psalm, second reading, gospel. What's the, Which ones are thematically connected? Which ones aren't? So the second reading is not thematically right. connected to the rest. Yep. And But that is, how, how do I say it? It's connected to itself. In, semi-continuous. In semi, semi-continuous, yes, readings. that was the word. <laughs> so the, the second reading uh, the last couple weeks has been from St. Paul's first letter to, uh, to Timothy. Okay. But. The, so there's a connection between typically the first, there is one between the first reading Psalm and the gospel. The gospel for today is that parable of the rich man and Lazarus, oh, not yeah. the Lazarus that Jesus raised from the Lazarus dead. Lazarus who's, yes, like a, in heaven. A, a fictional Lazarus. Right. <clears throat> and um, la- this the, in, the, in the parable, Lazarus is the, the name of this poor man who sits at the door of this rich man's house. Mm-hmm. And, Dogs lick at his wounds and blah blah blah. Uh, goes to heaven and Lazarus goes to not heaven and blah blah. No, blah. the other guy, the rich man. Or the rich goes man goes to, to yeah, not, not heaven. heaven, not heaven, not heaven, <laughs> the other place. So, uh, but I want to talk actually about the first reading, which is from Amos. So Amos was writing, and, and it's, uh, real quick, thus says the Lord, the God of hosts: Woe to the complacent in Zion. Jerusalem, lying upon beds of ivory, stretched comfortably on their couches. They eat lambs taken from the flock and calves from the stall, improvised into the music of the harp like David. They drink wine from bowls, anoint themselves with the best oils, yet they are not made ill by the collapse of Joseph. Therefore, now they shall be the first to go into exile, and their wanton revelry shall be done away with. So Amos is writing at a time when it seems to be this is this is after Israel has sort of split into two kingdoms, mm-hmm. the northern the northern and the southern kingdom, um, and things to be seem to be going swimmingly for both. Uh, there's lots of money, there's wealth, for, uh, prosperity for the north and the south, but there's injustice. Okay, um, and there's a focus on material prosperity and pleasure. And the Lord calls Amos a dresser of sycamores. We've talked about Amos oh, yes. in the yeah, past. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he calls Amos just to uh, remind everybody, hey, uh, while you're partying it up, um, the poor, uh, you're, this is at, 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 the, at the, the expense of the poor. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, bad things are about to go down. Right. 
Um, so quit what you're doing. So bad things don't go down. Uh, they don't pay attention to Amos. And even though the Northern Kingdom seems to be doing really well within a few decades, they're destroyed by the Babylonians and taken into exile. So repent of your sins is the message of Amos. Yeah, I, I think that could be used right now. Amen. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. B. You bet. In the studio with me, I have Ron Stabell and Pat McCabe. They are here to talk to us about the Sioux Falls area men's retreat coming up very soon. I didn't write the dates down. When is it? October 21, 22, and 23. Thank you. We'll talk about that again towards the end, but I wanted to say that right now in case people can't listen the whole time. So thank you guys for coming on with us. Thank you. Um, I realized uh, this show in, in the Sioux Falls area, Catholic Views runs at 830. And so I often hear it on my drive to church, but then I don't hear the end. I'm like, okay, we have to change where we say some things because there's lots of people getting out of their car and they're like, I don't get to hear when the men's retreat is. (laughs) So October 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Okay. At Broomtree. At Broomtree. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, we're going to find out about what this retreat is, what it's uh, been like in the past and what they expect for this year and why the heck anyone should go to. So, all right. Can you guys first just start? Um, Pat, you are the chair of the committee. Yep. Is that right? So there's a committee of about six of us mm-hmm. that are planning this and have been planning the past retreats. We try to rotate people through the committee. Sure. Um, so I've been tasked with being the chair the last two years now. Okay. Um, it's been a blessing. Yeah. Good. And so there's me and Ron and a handful of others are on the committee. Okay. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself in general, sure. if you would? I was born and raised up in Minneapolis. I'm a, okay. I'm a city's kid. Um, and then <laughs> We'll forgive you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, after getting out of college, my first job was in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Okay. And I met my wife there. We were both transplants to the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was a Sioux Falls girl, born and raised. Went, okay. to, went to O'Gorman. Um, so we met there, got married, started our family there. And we have three daughters now. Okay. And when our third daughter was on the way... We kind of decided we wanted to move closer to one set of grandparents. And mm-hmm. Sioux Falls was the winner. We came here in 2015. Mm-hmm. And so my yeah, our youngest will turn seven here soon. You're really outnumbered. I am, very much so. <laughs> I bet that's not a bad thing, I think thing, I have though. a better handle on it by now, but I don't. <laughs> um, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, so we've been down here for seven years. And mm-hmm. Love it. Our kids are you know, getting involved in the community and playing sports and yeah. meeting people at the church. So Yeah. What do yeah. you do for a living, Pat? I can't remember. I'm a retirement planner. Oh, that's called right. The code advisory team. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Good. You're, you're a guy we really need right now. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Ron, how about you? Can you tell us a little bit about Well, I'm yourself? a North End kid from Sioux Falls. Oh, I grew up right. two blocks west of the cathedral mm-hmm. and graduated from O'Gorman in 63 and from Northern in 69, Northern State University. Mm-hmm. Married to Virginia for 41 years. We have uh, six children. Nine grandchildren, three great grandchildren. Oh boy! I'm a senior financial representative for the Principal Financial Group. Nice here in Sioux Falls. Yep, and a and a longtime parishioner, I think, at Holy Spirit yeah, in Sioux 96. Falls. Yeah, yeah, since it started. Um, which parish were you a member at before that? St. Lambert. St. Lambert's. Okay, is that where I I didn't live in Sioux Falls when Holy Spirit came to be? So is that where Holy Spirit kind of came from? Was St. Lambert? St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then Father Andrasco was the pastor sure. yep. at St. Mary's. And yep. then Bishop Dudley had him come over and start Holy Spirit. Right, right. I didn't, I've never like heard the story of that. So I've been here since 2005. So, <laughs> okay. 
Um, I don't know which one of you wants to do this, but will one of you give us an overview of the men's retreat and how this came about? Well, I can give an overview. Um, Ron might have more story on how it started. But okay. The the retreat itself, it's not a silent retreat. Okay. So I think that is a question people have. Yeah. Um, there's quiet time, you know, for reflection and, and, and prayer, but it's very much an interactive retreat. We have um, large group discussions, small group breakout time. Um, we get to be outside moving around the grounds at broom tree when it's nice mm-hmm. weather permitting obviously um but it's it's built to be you know there's a theme for every retreat that's different mm-hmm. and this year's we'll talk about but um it's built to be a time to kind of take get away and, and focus on your faith mm-hmm. and, and hear from not only the retreat leaders but also your brothers that are there with you mm-hmm. and what their perspective on things is um and then dedicate time to your faith be in mass be in adoration um Go to confession, right? Um, and just make, you know, those forty-eight hours that you're there, mm-hmm. your faith is the one priority. Mm-hmm. So I have a question that just came to my mind. Uh, I live with with a lovely man like this, but lots of men are like, uh, I don't want to have to talk, or or talk about my feelings or my faith. Is that required? It's not required. Um, no one needs to feel obligated okay. to talk or to be put. Um, out to a place where uncomfortable, mm-hmm. um, and certainly guys come and and they're quiet. They sit and they listen, and, and they don't. No one's required to offer input. Okay. But it seems that, um, especially in the small group time, because by the end of the weekend, you've had five or six different sessions in that small group. Right. The conversation comes up, and right. points get get expressed, and guys that maybe didn't say something early on are starting to interact a little bit more. Sure. Because yeah. you do stay with the same small group the whole time. You do. Yeah, and that that I think helps because you really kind of form this quick bond right. uh, between you because you're talking about uh, important and sometimes heavy things. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. um, Okay, so Ron, how did this get started? We formed the, the men's group at Holy Spirit 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And after about a year or so under with that experience, some of us started thinking about why not sponsor a men's retreat? Right. So that's where it started. Okay. And uh, – Decided Broom Tree was the proper place because it's such a beautiful place. So that's where it started, and we've been going ever since. And that started with just that group, and then has, now has grown to invite all men from the diocese. Correct. Is that right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. That, that was the target group was our our guys at Holy Spirit. Right. And then we expanded from there. Right. Right. Um, when did that happen? That's only been a few years. Is that right? Yeah. This that's will kind of be our eleventh retreat. Oh wow. That's a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have to assume it's grown in numbers every year. Yeah, we as we have already uh, figured out the maximum capacity at Broomtree in the Bishop Carlson Lodge is 75. Okay. You can't have have any more than 75. I mm-hmm. think it's a fire marshal rule or something. <laughs> Maybe it's the Holy Spirit. But anyway, <laughs> we got limit of 75. Right. And and we've never hit 75, but this year it looks like we might get there. Uh, we're going to do it this year. Yeah. All right. Uh, Pat, will you tell us about the theme um, this year? So the way the, I looked on the website and I see it's men in Christ, men of the church, and men for others. Mm-hmm. So can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So we're trying to build on the bishop's um, call for Catholic missionary discipleship mm-hmm. through God's love. Um, that's where Dr. Bergwald and, and Father Trainer come in. Um and so the theme is, is you know, kind of in their words, to equip ourselves to respond to the call mm-hmm. 
and grow closer to Jesus to help ourselves and help help others, help our families and mm-hmm. our communities. Um, so if we kind of look back, the last three or four years of retreats have really been making us aware that there's a battle that we're in, mm-hmm. right? We're in kind of a hostile culture, mm-hmm. right? Kind of. <laughs> and and that, that whether we want to acknowledge it or not, there's there's things going on around us that are contrary to our faith right? and, and trying to pull us apart at our, at our families. So we've been made aware of those things, and we've been given some of the tools to to fight them. Mm-hmm. Like we talked one year was about the rosary and how to right. use that and, and about the strength that's in St. Joseph from mm-hmm. last year. So this year is kind of the next step of, okay, we know there's a battle. We have our tools. Let's go and engage. And this is going to give us some of that ammunition and, and set us on a path to um, to be the strong men that we need to be for right. our families and for our communities. Right. So you're purposely bringing in the vision of the diocese of missionary discipleship. So how do you see this building that missionary discipleship idea up? Well, I think it was very intentional to have Dr. Bergwald and Father Trainer this mm-hmm. year. Um, and I think, you know, it's been a year, I think almost a year since this has been put out there mm-hmm. as the as the priority. Um, and so some of us have seen, gotten bits and pieces of, of what the goal is or what the message is, um, but maybe not gotten a full view of it or right. had a chance to sit and listen for an extended period of time. So I think getting those two men to lead us, especially how they can work together, mm-hmm. um, and then get, you know, we can get 50 or 75 guys to hear it and then take it back into their communities. Um, I think the, the growth beyond there is going to be what we really see the, the effects of it. Yeah, I think especially if they're from all communities all over the diocese and not just the Sioux Falls area, that that's really important to start getting that message out there more. To uh, spin off of what you just said, mm-hmm. Renee, last Saturday at Holy Spirit, but we had men from 21 of 36 parishes in the diocese oh, wow. mm-hmm. spend the morning with Bishop DeGroote. Mm-hmm. And we have an, another unit, if you will, that's being headed up by Tony Kaiser, mm-hmm. Dana Rausch, called Brothers in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's an indicator. I think about 150 guys showed up yep. on a Saturday morning. And that's an indication. In the summer? Of, in the summer. It's <laughs> yeah. an indication right. of what men are looking for. Mm-hmm. And it does, as Pat said, it does tie right in the bishop's initiative. Yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, I think it's really important to point that out. This is a Saturday morning in the summer mm-hmm. when there's a lot of other things that people could be or want, might want to be doing. So it's really great that that many men are participating. That was last Saturday. Now yeah. that's going to happen every six months. But anyway, yeah. it's an indication about what men are looking for. Mm-hmm. And this retreat uh, is, if you will, tied right in with it. Right, right. So, Pat, a lot of people have heard Dr. Bergwald or Father Scott Trainer speak sure. at some point or another. Yeah. So why should they come and hear them again? <laughs> I right, mean, we love right, these right. guys. They're great, but. <laughs> I, I think it's exciting to see what they can do with an entire weekend, mm-hmm. right, of dedicated, dedicated time. Yeah. Um, and I think for, you know, guys that have been on past retreats or, or even that have heard them talk, but um, to see how they can work together, you know, to see a, a retreat of this setting but with two with two leaders mm-hmm. and how that'll work, how the dynamic will be different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, there's always something more to be heard. And, you know, if you've heard them speak, but you haven't heard 
maybe the interpretation from another man. Oh. So you, like we all can hear, receive it our own way, but then you go into your small group and you hear what the other guys heard. Yeah. I think there's something to be learned there too. Oh, that's a great point. I love that. Mm -hmm. uh, if you just joined us, I'm talking to Ron Stabell and Pat McCabe about the upcoming uh, Sioux Falls area men's retreat, which is for all men of the diocese at the end of October. Um, so if each of you could just give us a little uh, idea of what you've experienced on the retreats, please, that would be great. Well, first of all, Renee, Broomtree is an incredible place. Yeah. And if someone hasn't been there, this might be the opportunity to experience it. Mm -hmm. What a beautiful setting. Yep. Number two, it has, each of these have increased my relationship with Jesus Christ. You got to be made out of stone not to have this type of an experience affect someone. Right. Silent time. You can go to the, the chapel on the hill, the church on the hill mm -hmm. at Broomtree, which is a great experience. Mm -hmm. As Pat indicated, the meetings themselves, getting, getting to know other men. And frankly, as a small group leader all those years, it's been a great experience for me. Mm -hmm. And, frankly, having the ability, the opportunity to, to help guys with certain issues. Yeah. Not alone. I'm not that good. Right. <laughs> but seriously, within the men's group, the small groups, it's been a great experience. Yeah. You've, I imagine that you have also taken away a lot of things from from leading those small groups like no that. No question about it. Yeah. It's been a great experience. Yeah. Pat, how about you? Uh, yeah, I think it's just a good weekend to reset. Mm -hmm. You know, we there's a lot of things we all um, – prioritize in our life mm -hmm. and things that we spend time on to be better at. Um, and even if you're making time for your faith on a weekly basis, how much of that week does your faith get? Right. So this is a whole weekend for right. that. So it allows you to reset, to prioritize it. Um, and then, like he said, to, to learn from, you know, the retreat leaders, from your brothers, um, but just to make your faith a priority and it becomes something that you, that you look forward to. You know, we all kind of have these weekends throughout the year that we prioritize, whether they're holidays or reunions or mm -hmm. the annual hunting trip or whatever it might mm -hmm. be. Um, this is a weekend that, that I know has become a circle, the circle, the date weekend. Oh me. yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, so you guys have both been part of this for several years. So how has it like, how has it changed your lives, your everyday lives, your family life? I found it to be easier now to, to incorporate your faith into everything that you do. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, I think growing up, as a cradle Catholic that was, you know, in church on Sunday, but that was kind of the beginning of the end for, for faith, you know? Right. Um, well now it's, if your if your faith is important, then it's going to permeate through, through your family life, through mm -hmm. your business life, through the sports that your kids play and the, and the relationships that you have and going on this retreat and seeing the way other guys carry their faith, um, has kind of allowed me to take a, give it a more prominent role in my own life sure. and enact that hopefully through my daily life and I'm not perfect. You know, right. There's certainly yeah. <laughs> days when someone would, would experience time with me and might be surprised to know that I'm a faithful guy. So um, still a work in progress there. Yep. Yeah. We all are. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Ron? Well, it's just helped me. Like I said earlier, increase my relationship with Jesus mm -hmm. and to trust him. Yeah. To trust him more and yep. to not to be dialing nine eleven about everything. Just relax. <laughs> That's he's, a good way to say that. <laughs> he's, he's got it. Um, okay, so why should 
men, especially if they're uh, hesitant, what's the, besides getting, okay, I, the obvious answer to this question is because you get to know Jesus mm-hmm. or you get to become closer, but are, what is the, the biggest one or two reasons they really should go to this or consider at least going to the retreat, especially if they haven't been there before? Um, I threw you for a loop by saying, don't say because no, I, <laughs> I we think, know that that's part of it. I mean, for me, it's just the idea that if your faith is important, then prioritize it. Mm-hmm. And kind of my point, of, we make time for a lot of different things in our, in our life in our months and in our year. Um, so make this one week in the week to weekend to prioritize your faith because it's not just about you, right? It's mm-hmm. about, a lot of the guys that come are husbands and fathers mm-hmm. um, or grandfathers, right? Or or business leaders or guys that are tasked with other people's care in mm-hmm. one way or the other. And, you know, your faith is going to affect all that you do. And so I don't think anybody's come that I've experienced that came away with a real bad experience and said, yeah, I'm not doing that again, right? right? You get in and you get to listen to the, the leader's talk. You get to listen to your small group. You get to spend quiet time in adoration and, and go to confession and, and prayer time and reflect. And at the end of the weekend, um, anybody can take one positive thing out of that. That's okay. going to affect the next weeks and days and months. For sure. Mm-hmm. Ron, anything to add? No, not, not, not <laughs> much. I think Pat took care of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just, I think it's really important that we, what you said about prioritizing. Mm-hmm. I think as Catholics, we often, especially for cradle Catholics, we tend to be like, well, I'm going to go to mass on Sunday. And that's the only time my faith is going to appear in my life. And I think that we all can see that the culture has changed, has changed dramatically and it's time for us to do something different, or we're going to continue to go on a slow slide in the wrong direction. So we have to change those priorities. And this is a, a perfect way for men to do that in particular. Correct. So, yeah. Very well said. <laughs> by the way. Good. I'm glad you think so. Um, have you guys heard from any other men on their experiences? Is there anything you can... Renee, since I'm not uh, very good at memorization, uh-huh. I'm literally going to write, read okay. some things that we've captured oh, in great. the past. Yes. I attended the men's retreat to dedicate uninterrupted time to the Lord and focus on my relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I take time to go on this retreat to strengthen my relationship with Jesus. I come away with more appreciation for God's love for me and for Jesus, my Lord and Savior, and an opportunity to reflect on where I am in my walk with Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, those, those are those comments were made at the end of the retreat when yep. we record each of them mm-hmm. because we give them a chance to tell us. So, what'd you think? Yeah, yeah, I think that's super important to hear those um, words from other men who go because I'm sure there's a lot of other things you could tell us about their experiences. Do you have? Is there any in particular, Pat, that you had heard? Um, no, those that kind of encapsulates it. I mean, okay, we have good. we have a long list of that of of reactions that we get, mm-hmm. um, and we ask for you know we try to make some of it. Um, that's obviously very subjective. We have objective, you know, where we ask people to rate it, you know, one through five. Oh, and, sure. Um, we've gotten really <laughs> positive results from there. Good. And so, at the end of, on Sunday morning, when things are wrapping up we, after breakfast and after the last session. Um, a lot of joyful faces, yeah. a lot of smiles, a lot of laughs, a lot of, uh, man, this is powerful. Mm-hmm. And I'll, be, I'll see you next year. Mm-hmm. So that's anecdotal, but it's also um, consistent in that, you know, that's what guys are, right. how they walk out of there on Sunday afternoon. Right. 
And I assume you've seen a lot of the same men come back. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, which tells you then you're, you're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any saints that can be helpful for these men that are getting ready for this retreat? So, I mean, I love the saints and I think there's always someone stalking uh, yeah, you right well, now. The easy <laughs> one was the easy one was St. Michael, right? Okay, Campbell, sure. Campbell oh, that's battle, a perfect one. Yeah. Right? That was the first one popped in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going to be in a battle, what better guy to have on your side? Yep. Um, I, I like St. Patrick, you know? Oh, sure. Selfishly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to think of a guy that was, you know, captured as a slave and then, you know, dedicated, you know, hundreds of prayers a day to, his, mm-hmm. to the Lord and, and to keeping his faith when he could have lost it. Right. You know, who wants to even think of what that experience was like for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Lord saved him and called him out of there. And, and in those prayers, he was led to his path to freedom um, and then rewarded the Lord by giving his life over to him. And now is one of the greatest scenes right. we can think of. Right. Um, That's a good one. You mentioned dialing 911. <laughs> I think of Padre Pio. Oh, and, yes. You know, pray, hope, and don't worry. Mm-hmm. That's a good one, too. Yep. So there's several. Yeah. 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 Any, any for you, Ron? Yeah, I, I like, I would like to think of St. Peter oh, because yes. of his, of his strength, his leadership. Then for a lot of guys, Renee, they're dealing with children who have left the church. Oh, yes. The one that prayed about it for 40 years was St. Monica, mm-hmm. St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. So I think she might be another one. That's a great consider. one. Yes, that's a great one. Okay, uh, we're pretty much out of time. Ron, will you give us the details again about yes. the retreat so people know when it is, how to sign up? We we can go on, go on our website, holyspiritsf.org slash men's dash retreat. Okay. Did I say that right? That's right. Okay, thank you. You wrote it. I hope I said it right. <laughs> right. Anyway, it's October 21, 22, 23. The mm-hmm. 21st is a Friday. We okay. start at 6 p.m. with a barbecue. Oh, nice. Guys get to retreat, get, get to the retreat center, get into their lodging, mm-hmm. and uh, come down and have something to eat. And we have a program that night. Then all day Saturday are, are programs from Father Trainer and Chris, small groups, breakfast, lunch, dinner, evening session as well. Confessions in the evening, benediction in the evening. Mm-hmm. And then on Sunday, we have mass, get together, have some breakfast, have our last session. We're usually ready to go by 11 a.m. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. So you still have your whole day on Sunday. Yes. Yep. Almost. Yeah. Good. Um, and when do they need to register by or uh, well, is there we'll a certain take time? registrations the day of. Okay. So it's not good. Not so our, if you decide at the last minute, you come down yeah, there. Here's one thing. We've got room for 75. <laughs> yep. And we think we're about 51 or 52 okay. registrants now. So there so you aren't better many get to slots it. left. Yeah. And accommodation wise, right. There's, if you want a private room, right. Those are going a little faster too. Right. So, right. So you better get Let that be the, the cabins are available. The too. fire that lights. Yeah. 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 Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for coming in thank and talking to us about this. And I hope everything goes really well this year. Uh, you're doing really good things with that. Men definitely need things like this. So thanks for doing that. So thanks for the opportunity. You bet. Appreciate it. All right. You can always find us at sfcatholic.org uh, to uh, go to the diocesan website and find out mass times, what's going on in the diocese, anything you need to know there. That's it for us today. I uh, hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views.